And welcome back. You finally came back from the warm regions of Florida, right, also man. known as Disney World. Yes. To the nice, frigid temperatures, cold snow, rain, ice of southern Pennsylvania. Yeah, it was very cold, man. 85 and sunny the last day we were there. Uh, we get on the airplane, and the guy sitting next to me is wearing shorts and a nice. T-shirt. <laughs> I'm in full uh, sweatshirt, sweatpants, uh, you know, shoes with thermal socks on. Like, I'm ready for the temperature. Did, did you wear flip-flops or did you wear no, sneakers? No, no, no. He wore flip-flops. I was wearing sneakers. Nice. Good move. We get out of the airport and uh, the boys who only had hoodies on immediately are like, this doesn't work for me. You know the scene from like uh, Cool Runnings where they walk out when they get to Canada? Right. And they feel the cold and right. they run back in and like right. Sanka puts on a whole bunch of clothes? Right. That was, that was the two boys. They, they ran back in and were like, I, I can't do this, Dad. This is too cold. I, I, I can see a move in the future. It was warm, man. I definitely, it was nice to be in a swimming pool in the month of February. Near the end of the day, it was cold because, I mean, it does get down to like the 60s. But in the middle of the day, it felt amazing. Anyway, anyway, so enough about Florida. Uh, a lot has happened in the sports world since I went to Florida. So we, you're telling me we need to send you to Florida more often. Yeah, because so much stuff happened when I was in Florida. Right. There was good stuff that happened Yeah, and bad stuff that happened. Well, the good news is I missed nothing when it came to the Super Bowl. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch a second of it. Didn't really apparently matter. The New England Invitational. I did get uh, the MVP wrong. It went to Edelman. But again... Minor detail. Minor details. Minor details. Minor, minor details. And minor again, details. it proves my point. The Los Angeles Rams, who had a very dynamic offense during the season. Yes. Uh, what? Forgot to ha- how to play? I mean, just forgot how to play? So let's talk or about- is Bill Belichick like the guru of football and nobody on this planet can compete with him? No. So I would not say he's the guru of football. What I would say is, and, and you alluded to it, and when I was talking to the, a couple of my buddies who are huge Patriot fans, so clearly off the bat, there's something wrong with them. But- when I talked to them, I said to them, the reason the Eagles won the Super Bowl, right, was one simple reason. They never practiced before the Super Bowl. At least they didn't practice any of the legit plays they were actually going to run right. against the Patriots. It was almost like the right. Eagles were playing schoolyard football where they were literally just making up plays on the sideline. Right. Which right. is why the Patriots are scratching their head like, what are they running? Right, because the film that they got, because, of course, the Patriots are allowed to film every team they're going to play yeah, unlike the other team yeah you know they don't get to film the the England Patriots but the Patriots since they're special yeah. they get to film the other team right when they pulled it up for the Eagles they looked and went whoa coach hey this wasn't in the film this wasn't in the film like the Philly special play they're, they're like what's that that wasn't even on the script yeah no that was tough the uh the Philly you know, special was was Peterson tough probably blackballed from New England he'll never be allowed to play in New England he won't even be allowed to visit New England. Peterson? Yeah, the coach. No, Peterson's Nick fine. Foles, right? If he plays in New England, they'll probably boo him from the moment he walks on the field. They would love him. Let's be honest. The Patriots would absolutely love to have Nick Foles. You can't say they Do would. Ba- oh, no. No, 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 no. You you have to go look who the latest and greatest they're talking about backing up. Uh, what's his name? Brady. Right. You, you'll love it. Are you ready for this? I haven't even heard this. Who's, who's I know you haven't. I, mean, I, I haven't. I've been in Florida. This is hot off the radio Break, as I was breaking coming news? down. Breaking news? Breaking news. Okay. Right. Are you ready for I'm, this? I'm ready for this. Colin Kaepernick. Well, the NFL just, what, settled their lawsuit with him? So Correct. I guess he's now, they can sign him now? Or other teams Correct. are allowed to sign him now? Even though he's turned down several contracts. Lucrative. Uh, Lucrative he turned down contracts. Denver. He turned down in the new football league. Was it the AF? AAF or something like that. Right. Yeah. He's turned down a couple offers there to go play. Right. Right. But now the word on the street is New England's going to sign him to be the backup to Brady. Uh, he'll jump all over that. Oh, hey, listen. He you will. Know, he'll you jump know what's going to happen here? That. The New England Invitational. Brady, Brady's getting a little long in the tooth. Kaepernick brings in all the, all the folks. Hey, we already know one of the participants in next year's Super Bowl. Well, I hope not, right? I hope it changes. I hope we get somebody new. But either way, I didn't watch it. It was the lowest rated Super Bowl of all time. And should have been. With yeah. a score of 13 to 3, obviously, we I did not miss much at all. Um, however, 
Um, we'll stick with football, right? Okay. We're just going to stick, just with, stick football. with football. Okay. Since uh, the Super Bowl is over, yes. a, a former Super Bowl MVP was traded. Correct. Yes. Now, you and I definitely have had, a speci- I would say, a similar opinion on who the quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens should be. You mean going forward going or forward. right now? No, no, no. I mean, like, they should. in my opinion, they should have kept Flacco. I think you would agree. I, I, okay, Disagree? so 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 I agree. Flacco should still be there because right. Lamar Jackson, for all his running talent, yes. can't throw the ball. Okay, okay. I'm not even talking about can he read the defense. No, that, no, no. That, right. That's just, just that's throwing, another, just throwing the football. Yeah, right. that's another you know discussion. Yeah, I'm talking about picking the football up and just throwing it. Okay, he's having a little problems with that. I However, we've moved on. Lamar's the man. Oh, by the he way, the man. They got rid of Marty Morningway. He's no longer the offensive coordinator. That's true. Greg Roman's going to be the offensive coordinator. Uh, Greg Roman. He coached at Syracuse? <clears throat> I believe that is correct. And also in Buffalo? Buffalo. I don't know about Buffalo. I, I think he was at Syracuse. I'm not sure about Buffalo. But well, So they got rid of Morningwig. They got, now they got rid of Flacco. Right. And they only got a mid-round pick back for Flacco. Right. And that's probably because of Flacco's salary. I mean, his salary is pretty big. Yeah. You look at that salary. I mean, so that was the Broncos going, since we got to eat so much salary, we're not giving you a first or second round pick. Correct. And now the question is, Flacco who's Denver, he's got a running game in Denver. He's got a couple of receivers in Denver. They're built for a classic drop back quarterback. Now they kind of changed their offense last year for Casey Keenum to let him roll out more. Yeah, but, but see, the interesting thing about Flacco going to Denver <clears throat> is that um, I'm trying to think of the guy, the former head coach for them, the, Gary, Gary Kubiak. Gary Kubiak, who before he went to Denver to be the head coach when Peyton Manning was there, was the offensive coordinator in Baltimore. And, and I think it was the year that Flacco had like his best year ever. Uh, right. I don't think it was the year they, it may have been the year they, they won went the, to Super, the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Called. I think he left and Caldwell took over. Right. And Caldwell just continued what Kubiak was yeah. doing. But 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 Flacco had his best year that, that one year. Correct. Right? So there's a chance that Flacco could return to being a a a oh I don't want to say an elite, but an above average quarterback. He is a very good quarterback. When you don't have an offensive line, right. I don't care who you are, with the exception of Brady. Brady, of course, can't be touched. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get hit. You and I also talked about the fact that um, in Baltimore, Flacco never really had a receiving core. Correct. Once once, uh, the one kid broke his hip, uh, was it Dennis Pitta? Dennis Pitta, the The tight tight end. end. Yeah. Well, they had Macklin there for a little bit. They did have Jeremy Macklin for a short while. Past his his prime. But but Macklin was past his prime. But remember, they had two tight ends. Pitta was the younger one. Yeah. I forget who the other one was. Neither one of which are there anymore. Right. I think if both of them or one of them had still stayed and Pitta just was injury, yep. I mean, that was two freak injuries, he was your bailout. Flacco could get the ball to him because with one second, I can still hit the tight end. Once he lost the tight end, and now he had to wait a couple seconds for a receiver to try to get open, he was dead me because he had no offensive line. So I looked up who the receiving core is out in Denver right now. Remember, Denver got rid of Demarius Thomas Correct. during the season. Correct. Left them with... No receiver that I recognize yeah, but other than Emmanuel Sanders. Right. But part of that was, one, Keenum couldn't throw the ball deep. So everything was a medium pass to a short pass. I'm glad you brought that up. Flacco could throw the ball deep. So I, I, I pulled. You, you noticed that the old guy over here brings in these points that the young guy with the stats. Opinions. No, 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 no. I wouldn't call him points yet. So here's why okay, I say that. Flacco here's why I say this. Deep, right? what, what? So you say Flacco can throw the ball deep. So that Correct. means yards per attempt should be higher than Keenum's. Correct. They're not. Right. That's because he's got no offensive line. Did no. you listen to the first part I of this podcast? I heard that. But Flacco's yards per attempt is only 6.04, right. whereas Keenum's is, is Seven. You can round up. It's like okay, 6.98. But Flacco's just while he's getting hit and falling down, he's trying to unload the ball. Uh, you could, I think Denver fans would be uh, telling us Keenum was doing the same thing. On top of that, completion percentage. Okay. Flacco's at 62%. Right. Remember, Keenum, he, nobody can catch on his team. We can make the same argument about what Keenum had in Denver. 
Keenum, 64%. Okay. All right. Now we're talking about uh, quarterback ratings. They're, they're probably comparable. Over the last two years. Right. Flacco was 81.9. Correct. Keenum was 88, 88.9. So, so, Seven so, points higher. So you're trying to tell me Elway should not have made this trade. I think it's a downgrade. Flacco's older. Correct. Keenum only had one year in the offense. Keenum's best wide receiver was Emmanuel Sanders. I actually believe that Flacco played with a better number one receiver last year with in Michael Crabtree than he has now in Denver. Okay. How old is Crabtree? Uh, Crabtree's probably been in the league six, seven years. So I would make him, I think he came out early, so I'd make him like 28, 29. Okay. Did Crabtree, Sanders is probably like 30. It, it, did, did Crabtree get open? Well, he's, he was the only receiver they had. Right. How so, you gonna, right. I mean, so like, how do you get real. open? If he can't get open, how does Flacco get him the ball? Think of, think of, I think the best comparison for Michael Crabtree is a slightly faster Anquan Bolden, who I think you would agree, who also, by the way, was a receiver for the Ravens that Flacco had. Right. Right. And they did very well with when he was there. Right. But they also had other people like Torrey Smith that could right. stretch the field, right? And others. And they had a so, line, an offensive line. I don't see Emmanuel Sanders being an Anquan Bolden. I don't see Emmanuel Sanders being a Torrey Smith. I see Emmanuel Sanders being like a nice, Wide receiver. He would be, like, oh. I'm thinking of the Eagles. He would be like Nelson Aguilar. That's the role he should be playing. Oh, okay, but let, let me ask you something. Between now and the time the season starts. Yes. Okay, there are going to be wide receivers going through the Denver Bronco training camp. Potentially. Antonio Brown. Maybe they trade for no, him. No, no. I'm talking about guys walking off the college campus saying, hey, I'm a stud. I can go catch the ball. So you're saying they're going to draft a bunch of wide receivers? Or they're going to sign them as free agents. Oh, like and the then, undrafted. And then, remember, they're going to be guys who get cut. I go back to Nelson Aguilar. Do I sign Golden Tate or do cut. I sign Nelson Aguilar? Oh, I'm going to cut one of them. I, I can't believe you think that Nelson Aguilar is going to get cut. That that to me is just, okay. that's craziness. Look at the sight. They can't keep both of them. They can't keep Tate and Nelson Aguilar. One of them is going to be looking for a job. Oh, what do you know? One of them showed up in Denver. I think both of them are upgrades over Emmanuel Samuel. Samuel. I, I didn't even plan on bringing this up. It wasn't on the rundown sheet, but you brought it up, so I, I want to ask to get your opinion. You keeping Tate or you keeping Aguilar? I'm cutting them both. Why would you cut both of them? Because I think I can upgrade. That's craziness. I, I've been known to be a little crazy, but I would absolutely keep Nelson Aguilar. I think he is the. He's got the potential to be the next Deshaun Jackson. Golden Tate. What? Yeah, I do. I think Nelson. What? Do have you seen Nelson Aguilar? That boy is fast. He's uh, okay. fast. I he watched him open, down with the lead. Right? Oh my gosh! I can't believe you're arguing, dude. Nelson Aguilar carried carried the Eagles' offense in the beginning of the season when they didn't have Alshon Jeffrey. Correct. They did not have Jordan Matthews because he was off up in Buffalo, Buffalo, and then New England. Both times getting cut. Right. They didn't have Golden Tate. Correct. Right. All they basically had was Nelson Aguilar, Zach Ertz, Zach Ertz, right. and a rookie Dallas Godert. Right. That's all they had. Right. Right. So I, I'm telling you, <laughs> Nelson Aguilar has the potential to be big word there. Potential. I think it's going to happen this year, though. I think he's making that okay. leap so, this so year to get to Deshaun Jackson. If, level. if and I would not do this, but if Antonio Brown said to the Eagles, "I'm yours." Would you take Antonio Brown or Nelson Aguilar? <laughs> uh, really? That's like, would you take Jerry Rice or would you take... I rest my case. Like, yeah, man. No, you would have I to take Antonio Brown. But uh, we're, we're going to have to get in a whole uh, pod about what... I mean, we're both Philly fans. Wait, there's, there's, wait, no, wait, wait. there's no way to hide separate, that. We got to have a separate a pod. A whole pod on what the Eagles should do. One of us could be Howie, right? Okay, right. And one of us could be Chip Kelly. Or one of us could be... Doug Peterson and the other could be Andy Reid, or yeah. Well, we're, we're we definitely gonna go have it? different takes. Actually, I could be Dick from Neil. There's only one thing you and I agree on when it comes to the Eagles: the uniform. No. Uh oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. I like the old Kelly green. Yeah, with the little wings. Yeah, I should bring that's that what in. I like. You know, for that podcast. I don't even know if you like that. I'm gonna bring my hat in. I'm no, gonna bring my. I'm that's gonna bring fine. My you Eagles bring your, hat with the wings in. in. That's fine. That's fine. Um, the only thing I think we absolutely agree that they need to do. And and you you told me this the other day and I got super excited about it. 
LeGarrette Blunt has to come back to the Eagles. Oh, absolutely. Right? We're in total agreement that, on that. That was the worst move they made in the offseason. Right. Last, Garrett, last, year's Garrett, off last year. If yeah. LeGarrette Blunt is there this season, they win their second Super Bowl. I couldn't agree with you more. Quarterback being the one question. Um, anyway, wow. reach out reach out to us. On, there, I saw a kid for Louisville. Yeah. I saw this dude running back for Louisville. I forget what his name is. Right? That dude's a stud. That dude needs to play. I think is it was Louisville. Coming, but is he coming out in the draft this year? Oh, yeah. He, he definitely should come out in the draft this year. That dude was – was he Louisville or Kentucky? I forget which. I had to go look that you up. You got to look that up I, for I'll the show. I'll look that up. That dude up was a stud. Either way, I don't care. I still want LeGarrette Blunt. <laughs> All right? Anyway, reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram, at Sport Feud. Let us know what you think the Eagles should do, or let us know how you feel about the trade between the Broncos and the, um, the Ravens. Uh, speaking of this trade, right, there was one point I wanted to get to on this. What does this do to the to the St. Nick Falls <laughs> trade market? I, well, I think it's still there. I mean, think about it. The Jaguars need a quarterback, okay? True. Miami probably needs an upgrade over Ryan Tannehill. Ooh, I didn't even think of that one. That's true. Yeah, right? I agree. So, so there's Redskins. Two. The, the Redskins need anybody to play quarterback. <laughs> as right? long as he's healthy, right? right? He's got two functioning legs. Co- co- correct. Th- then you get into uh, some teams that could use a solid backup. I.e. Green Bay. Well, before you get into them, I think you get into teams that are that are at that point where they have to decide if the quarterback they have now is the guy going forward. You can make the argument that Detroit's probably running out of patience with Matthew Stafford. Uh, good point. You can make the argument that even though the Buffalo Bills drafted, was it Josh Allen? Yeah, I believe that is correct, yes. Uh they have to have questions about him since he lost his starting job to Nate Peterman, the wonderful uh, quarterback rating of six. Right. Right. But he got cut. He yeah. eventually got cut. I know, but they could use Nick Foles. Let's be real. Buffalo could use Nick Foles. Uh, they could, but they don't have anything the Eagles need. The Giants, they have to decide whether Eli's their guy going forward. They have no backup at the moment. R- right. I mean, th- from a backup perspective? No, 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 I'm not even saying from a backup standpoint. I'm Are saying. You're talking about a starting perspective? Yeah. Are you going to tell me the Giants wouldn't say. Okay, we'll move on from Eli Odell Manning Beckham and move to be Nick Foles. Because yeah. Odell would go, I'm going deep, and Foles would go, no problem. I get, I can actually Saquon, throw with that Foles. D- dude, Saquon Barkley would love it because he'd be like, I'm not going to have eight, nine guys in the box. Right, right. right. So they got to like actually, the read option would work great for New York. Right? Oh, Odell and Beckham would score like every other day. Yeah. Right? So I, I think there's the, the team is broadening, but my, my concern is, will the Eagles be able to get more than a mid-round draft pick? I doubt that. I doubt it very much. I mean, at the end of the day, in order for the Eagles to control where Foles goes, they have to sign him for $20 million. Still less or than what Flacco was making. Him first. Yeah, they have to get to give him the franchise tag, but that's still less than what Flacco was making. I, I, I agree with that, but I'm not so sure the Eagles want to franchise him. I think the Eagles are trying to do what's right for Foles if they let him go in free agent, he can kind of pick where he wants to go, including coming back and being a backup. People have not, you know, been on that bandwagon. They think he wants to leave. I'm not so sure he wants to leave. I think he might want to test the free agent market and see what's out there. Yeah. But I'm not so sure he wants to leave. I mean, you know, I've talked about it. He's he's never going to find a situation like Philly. Those fans, I mean, he could go out and lay an egg. And he did. I mean, there are times... Not not this past year, but the year before, before he won the Super Bowl, that he looked like a JV quarterback. Okay, if you're the, and they still love him and believe in him. Okay, did he win the Super Bowl? Right, that's what I mean. They, he's, uh, that's he's all he needs loved, to say man. in Philly. Yeah. He, when he goes to Philly, he takes the ring out and goes. Just, just polish it. Yeah. You, you see the ring? Okay, thank you. I'm gonna sit down now. Yeah, free right. drinks for life. Right. Yeah. And I, and I think Philly still has to look and go. Hey, can I get a full season out of Wentz? I've had two seasons now where he has not finished the season. Foles has been my savior. Now, can't afford him at $20 million. Go to free agent market. You deserve it, Nick. If you get a nice job, a nice gig, right. big money, you're the starter. I'm, I, I, you know, I love you for what you did for me. Right. But I'm not so sure. Foles may not say, you know what? I don't have any problem being the backup. I'd like some money, maybe $10, $15 million, whatever can fit in, even if we stretch it out. But I'm okay with being the backup. And when I have to come in, I, I come in. Well, if if 
if the Eagles try to trade him, I think he needs they need to get a first or second round pick. And I say that because if Flacco has now set the market, okay, for a mid level pick, if he set the market for a mid level pick, you have to look at the stats. Nick Foles is the highest he had he had the highest quarterback rating for a single season in NFL history at 119. He threw 27 touchdowns to only two interceptions. Right? And and by the way, he had three years where his quarterback rating was over 90. Two of those three years, it was over 100. Uh, Flacco, who's been in the league for 10 years, his quarterback rating only ever got over 90 twice, and that was a 91 and a 90. Then, Just then saying. You look, you're, you're looking at teams like Tampa Bay, okay? He goes to Tampa Bay. He starts over, over Jameson Winston. Yep. All right? You're, you're looking at teams maybe like Frisco, who's going to be without Grappolo for the first part of the season because he's still recovering from his knee injury. See, I don't, I don't think they. I that's one team I don't think will go after Foles. I think they will instead go after like Ryan Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick's good for like three or four weeks and then he sucks, right? But that's all they need him for. I, I, I would agree with you, but I'm just saying there's right. oppor- opportunity there. Yeah. Okay, you're right, Buffalo. How about the Jets? So I thought about the Jets. They just drafted Sam Darnold. Pretty high, right? Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he played okay. Yeah, he, he wasn't. He okay. wasn't bad, right? They're a long way from competing. So if right. you're if you're Nick Foles, do I want to go to the Jets? A, do I want to go to the Jets? B, what do they really have that the Eagles want, right? From a trade perspective. Well, that's your New York Giants. Why is he going to the Giants? They're not going to go anywhere. Yeah, but they still have most of their draft picks, and I think they pick two Ooh. or three this year. What a classic! The classic, John Gruden. Welcome to the party. I do think that's a great place for him to go. Oakland Raiders. Gruden's got draft picks out the gazoo. He does. He's got a lot. And Gruden with Foles. Right. Andy Reid Disciple. Right. Doug Peterson. The whole bit. Man. Foles is allowed to go to another Super Bowl. Right. No, I I totally agree. I think that would be a, in my opinion, that's kind of like. Sleeper. It's it's the sleeper, but it's an obvious sleeper. He goes to Raider Nation. Y'all, they they would love him. Although they're playing their games in. Where are they playing their games this year? San Francisco, I heard, uh, or Los Angeles? And then they're yeah. going to go to Vegas. That's goes to Vegas. Nice. He wins a Super Bowl in Vegas. Think Eagles, Vegas. Oh, uh, man. He'd be, in he'd be forever heaven. in seventh heaven. Um, but also, so that wasn't the only trade that occurred while I was gone. Uh, apparently, the entire world decided they wanted to trade everything. Major League Baseball had a trade. That is true. The Phillies made a trade. And I – and. I'm I'm not shocked by it. You and I talked about this um, early in the offseason that the Phillies would go after a catcher. Correct. They had to upgrade their defensive catching. I never thought they'd actually be able to get who is considered to be the best catcher in the game right now, JT Real Muto from the Marlins. They decided that they would give up on their number one uh, prospect in the minor leagues, uh, Sanchez. Sixto Sanchez. Right-hander, six foot, throws 100 miles an hour easy, but has elbow problems. Right. And I think the Phillies looked at that and said, the elbow problem may be a concern. He's probably not going to be a starter. He's going to be a bullpen guy. Sanchez. That's what you say, Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, Sanchez. So I think they looked at that and said, we have to give up something in order to get something. We're going to give him Sanchez. Giving up Alfaro, okay, I don't need Alfaro if I got Romulto because Alfaro's on the bench. So I might yeah. as well let Alfaro go play baseball. Still a good move. I mean, he's a, he's a decent catcher. It's right. not like the oh, Marlins aren't getting something in return there. Right. I, yeah. I'm not saying he's not a bad catcher and it's not a good move by the Marlins, but and I think it's an excellent move from the Phillies because you're not going to use him, right? right. Yeah. Um, the guy that I was a little concerned about was the middle guy in there, that left-hander. Will Stewart. Yeah, there I kind of went, ooh, that one's going to hurt. I think that one's going to come back and haunt him. All right? So you think he's the better pitching prospect? I think in the long term he'll be a better pitching prospect. Remember, lefties take longer to mature. Okay? So he's a couple years behind Sanchez. But I think, again, if everybody's reading the tea leaves correctly, right. he could be the, the bigger thing that's going to come back and haunt him. Now, from the Phillies' perspective, great move. Defensively, Clintic could be executive year. I mean, he went from a defense that uh, we have trouble catching the ball. Oh, this is a glove. Maybe we not all learn how to use it. You're looking beyond. You're looking beyond the the trade for Real Muto, and you're looking at all the other things that the Phillies did. Correct. I mean, look, when you when you look, say that, that's what I mean. When you say that, you're looking at everything right, they've done. Right. Look right. at the glaring defensive holes they had. Defensive 
in, in the catching, okay? Well, Alfaro wasn't bad, but you have to say Real Muto's an upgrade. So, yeah, I, right, I would agree. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. an upgrade, okay? Yeah. You got Santana on first base. You, really what you did is get Hoskins, who's not an outfitter. You put him now on first base, which is where he naturally plays. So, my defensive first base got better just because I fixed my defense in left field. Who yes. now is going to be Andrew McCutcheon. Right. Andrew McCutcheon, legitimate outfitter. I don't, I don't care if he hits. He right. go get a ball no, in the he's, outfield. He's a legitimate outfitter. Okay, former so my fielder. defense in left field just got better. Correct. Okay. I got Kingery and Hernandez at second base. Both good second basemen. So my defense there was solid. It stays solid. Now I go to shortstop. Okay. Segura can play short. He's, he's a legitimate shortstop. No, he is. He's an absolute legitimate major league shortstop. They gave up on Crawford maybe a little bit early, but that you can't argue that because they got themselves a somewhat young, I think he's 26 or 27, Shortstop. Right. Who can play shortstop. Yeah. Right? So now now my weak link is Franco at third base. Not not defensively. Uh well, of the guys who I just talked about in the infield, he's my weakest link. So look, you're you're talking about the Phillies with an with a Phillies jacket on, like you are hundred percent in on the Phillies, right? Phillies happen to also be my favorite baseball team. That's because you're saying. And I've gone to a lot of games recently. And when I go there, yeah, the one guy that hits the ball like a major leaguer, yeah. I mean, now granted, some of those guys you mentioned I haven't played for the Phillies, yeah, was Franco. Like, I watched them play the Braves, I think it was two years ago. Right. Franco was five for six. He put three balls off the wall. Oh, I'm not right? saying, okay, I'm talking about his glove. I'm not but his glove about, is not, but his glove is not bad either. Like, you're, his glove is he, is, is, okay. he Machado, is he Machado level third baseman? No. Is he. Uh, who's the guy that plays for the Red Sox? Bogarts or or? Uh, well, he's not uh, David Wright in his age. There you go. Yeah, David Wright. Yeah, no, or even Cal Ripken when he was third baseman. Right, right? like th- those guys. He's not at that level, but he is a very good third baseman. He reminds me a little bit of Dave Bell, David Bell that played for the he, Phillies. He's fine. I- I'm saying of the defense in the infield, he's your weakest link. The other guys are all good. Right. And now your outfield defense just got a whole lot better because you've actually got outfielders playing the outfield. Again, Real something, outfielders. Something I didn't think I would ask you, but who, in your opinion, should play center field for the Phillies? Well, As Drupal Herrera or Roman Quinn? Okay, so I watched Herrera what, the one time I went to the Phillies game last year. Yeah, yeah, we went together, man. Right, I, I know. I, I know. Okay, Herrera swung at a ball that was two feet over his head. Two feet over <laughs> his head. I he couldn't hit that if the guy told him it was coming, okay? And then he stood there and watched one come right down the middle of the plate. Now, either he needs glasses or he, he needs he a mind warp. Yeah, he didn't okay. like that one. That, that one down the middle, was it was too low. It was too he, low, He right. was trying to get the I one that was a high right. so he could yeah. launch it. Right. I want the one that's over my helmet, right? Now, I mean, granted, Herrera plays a decent center field. Like, he's a, he's a good he's defensive. He's an adventure. He's an adventure. <laughs> he makes most of the catches. I will tell you that the um, – we went to go see the Phillies play. We saw two games last year. They played the Cubs and they played the Yankees. And I want to say it was the Cubs game that we went to because it was ridiculously hot out. But Quinn played center field that game, right? right? And he led off and right. he hit a, just a rope right. out to the gap. And he was rounding second when – I forget the out center fielder for uh, John Jay, I think, maybe was playing center field for the Cubs at the time, when he got it. Right. Now, great relay throw. I right. mean, like, Jay put it on a, a dime, right, right. To, to the third baseman. And so, Roman Quinn got thrown out of third. But I'm sitting there going, like, this guy's ridiculously fast. He should be the center fielder because he's going to get to every ball. And he's a better leadoff hitter because he's a contact hitter. I think Carrera gets into I got to hit home runs. You know, that's why he's swinging the pitches above his head because he wants to launch them, right? Like, in my opinion, here's, Quinn's the guy. Here, here's Herrera's problem. He took too many to the helmet. <laughs> and he's not operating with a full deck, okay? He's but a he carries, punchy. He carries value right now, and I think you turn – I think you take him. Herrera and trade him and put Quinn in center. And, um, and get myself a pitcher. The other things I did want to talk about with this trade, does getting JT Riomoto, does it take the Phillies out of the running for Machado or Harper? I, I, I'm going to say no, but I don't – I think Andy McPhail and Clintic look at Machado and they look at Harper and say, yes, we'd like to have you. Yes, you could be here for a while. If I don't get you, I'm moving on. I think they looked and appropriately addressed their glaring weaknesses. 
I need to get better defensively. They've done that. You, well, the, the, the part that's kind of getting lost a little bit in the shuffle is how he overhauled that bullpen. That bullpen did a complete overhaul. Yeah, but some of the and guys... he's done a really nice job on that. Some of the guys in the bullpen are, are older, long in the tooth. I think you and Correct. I are in agreement. We would have rather seen them sign Andrew Miller or Zach Britton. They didn't, but it's not that who they got is bad. I'm just saying that okay, Britton okay, but, or Miller would have been better. But but you're trying to, again, you, you have to look at where they are. You're trying to stretch out some of the young guys who are in that bullpen, right, who need some experience. Those older guys are going to carry them for a year or two. By that time, those guys ought to be ready. Now, remember, the Phils now, their best prospects are really in the low minors now. It, 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 getting rid of Sanchez, right, they don't have a really high prospect. I don't think they have anybody in the top 100. No, not anymore. Everybody is Sixto down. was. Sixto Sanchez was up there. Right. Yeah. Everybody is down in the low minors, okay? Uh, so, so they need a couple years to develop. The nice part is they still have some young starting pitching. They got Eflin. They got Pavado. They got Nola. Okay, those guys are on their 20s. Not Pavado, Pavetta. Whatever. Right? Okay. Pavado used to be a pitcher. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, aren't you going to spring training soon? Uh, yes, Bonnie and I are talking about going to spring training. Now we might we might do a little detour to over to the players' championship, right? Which is also well, going to happen. I expect you to bring back some reports when you go to spring training on and who you think is going to win it all. Maybe I'll call in. You we'll could do a well, podcast from a call in. That'd be nice. Right? We'll, we'll see if we can get that done, but definitely uh, take some notes, right? Yeah, yeah, your your uncle and I could call you from like the stands and go. We're at the game. Listen, uh, I'll still Obedell, be shoveling out o- snow. Obedell, right? <laughs> He, he went up. He swung at five. Yeah. One went off the backstop. Um, man, to go back to Florida would be really nice. Um, so while I was there, besides Major League Baseball making a trade and the NFL making the trade, the NBA traded everybody but Anthony Davis. So uh, there were a lot of trades that went on. Correct. And as much as we say that the Phillies GM, uh, who I think is Clintech, Clintech. Look and at McPhail, that. You have known the GM is. Well, no, I knew it was McPhail and Clintech. I just didn't know which one was the GM. They're kind of what I would say the GMs of the year for baseball in the offseason so far with all of the moves they've made. Oh, yeah. And if they get Whether Harper, they get Harper or if Machado. If they get Harper or Machado, they're like yeah, they're oh, yeah, definitely Right. Yeah. I think you can make the same argument right now for Elton Brand. And Elton Brand, executive of the year, he committed theft yeah. when, he, when he made the trade to the Orlando Magic. Theft. So I wanted to get into that one because he made he made three trades. Right, he made three trades, and the one was huge, the massive trade. Lots of people got traded. Draft picks went both ways, but the only one that I look at and go, "This was an absolute freaking steal," was the Markel. Yeah, the Markel Fultz, Fultz trade. Right. right, I agree with you. See, we can't feud on this one. We definitely I'm, can't. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. As as Philly I, fans, we are very frustrated. I, I with fired Markel a guy Fultz. in Orlando. I fire him. They fired the dude in New Orleans. I fired the dude with the. Well, in we'll Orlando. get in. We'll get into why the guy in New Orleans got fired. But, but the Fultz trade. So you and I, when we went through this and said, "How can you move on from Fultz?" We Correct. were going. We were going. Well, you got to trade him with Simmons, or you got to trade him with Butler, or you got to trade him with JJ. Like we were like, you got to package him with somebody, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah, like sound like a real basketball player, right? Because you're like, you're not getting anything back for him, right? But instead, instead, Elton Brand was like, Nah, man, I'm trading him straight up, right? So he got rid of Markel Fultz, got Fultz, got Jonathan Simmons, who's 29, 30 years old, but a productive forward bench right? player. Guy coming in off the bench, which they needed. A protected, top five, protected 2019 first round draft pick. I know. Right? So the Magic, oh, the Magic are pretty bad. They might. They They'll might. be in the top 10. Yeah, <laughs> definitely be in the top 10. Then they got, he got a, a 2019 second rounder. Correct. Right? So, I mean, he picked up two draft picks. Right. So he basically, when you think about it, right? right? Now, granted, I know the one's protected. So it, even if it's a low pick, I, I don't care. He got three players. For faults, three players. Well, yeah, and now he sent them draft picks too. Uh, no, he sent them nothing. No, no, he sent them two draft picks. No, no, I I went online today specifically for this because I was shocked. No, he sent look, them no, draft picks. He did it. He sent them zero draft picks. This wasn't like swapping second rounders or anything. He did that with another group. I'll go over all the. I got all the. I got all. Uh, the draft we're checking this. Hey, we're checking dude, this. I went to. I did went you to, check that? I did. I went to NBA.com. Right. Which is the official, like, hey, it's it's official. Yeah. And I looked it up, and I'm telling you right now. So he traded Fultz 
I got two draft picks and a player back. Yeah, so you got it, which equates okay, to three is, players. Do, do they have like night ship or lordship in the NBA? Oh, like Both. he should be called like Sir. Elton oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah. If he did that, right? I mean. Knighted. Yeah, no, he did that. There was no, there was no trade that went with it. You're thinking of the other trade they made with the Rockets. So with the Rockets, the Phillies sent the 2021 second round draft pick. So basically, in 2021. Philly and Houston can swap their picks if they want to, or Houston has the ability to say, hey, your pick is better, better than mine. Right. I, I want your pick, right. right? And in return, they got James Ennis, who, you know, he's an effective contributor. He started a couple games for Houston, but it, he's like a role player. Like right, a bench. A bench. Player, they needed right? a bench. But they needed a bench. And then besides that, now they got the big the big trade that the Sixers Yeah, the made. first trade they made. Right. With the Clippers. Right. They got Tobias Harris, who is stud. your starting power forward. Stud. They got Boban uh, Marjanovic, who is now your he, backup center. Right. He can. He's just as big, right? Doesn't shoot from the outside. Kind of right. goofy, right. but he can take minutes, effective minutes from MB. Great, to great give defender. Him a rest, good right? good yeah. defender. Then they got Mike Scott, who is simply there just to, you know. Yeah, fill out the trade. Yeah, well, not fill out the trade, but fill out the bench. Right. Right, let's be real. Right, fill right, out the right. bench. They got rid of Wilson Chandler, an older forward. The yep. kind of, you could tell he was kind of over right, right. over the hill at this point. Yep. Uh, Mike Muscala, who didn't stay with the Clippers very long. They traded him to Los Angeles for Michael Beasley and uh, Zubik or uh, yeah. Ivan Zubedjik or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then Landry Shamet, who is probably the best player that they Correct. traded out of those three. I, I, I would agree with that. Can't play defense, but can absolutely light it up right. from, from three-point uh, land. Uh, uh, from a Sixers perspective, you're, you're absolutely right. He was probably the one guy of that deal that had value to the Sixers because he could shoot. He, yeah. he could definitely shoot. So we gave him one guy with value. We right. got two back. However, we did pay the price on draft picks because we got rid of the 2020 first-rounder, unprotected, 2021 first-round pick from Miami, that was unprotected. And then two second-round picks, one in 2019 and one in 2020. Right. So but, I gave up four draft picks. But remember now, I got two coming back from the other one. So essentially, I just give up two. Right, yeah, yeah. I just gave up two, right? That, that that trade, you know, clearly showed they were going all in because they they got they filled out their starting five. They're starting five? They're best in, best in the NBA. Well, other than the Warriors, it's probably the best in the NBA. I, I, I would put them up. Now, granted, they've got, I think, 25 games left. I think they have 25 games left. About that, yeah. Right? So they have 25 games to kind of start to gel and yep. mesh. I will predict. This This is the old dude predicting. They're the four seed right now. So just, just Or five seed. They're actually I, the five I'm seed. I'm going to predict that if they gel and nobody gets hurt, okay, right. that starting five is the best in the NBA. Ooh. Right now. That's, okay, that's so, bold. So it's a bold prediction, but I'm a, you got to let them have gel a little bit. Have you seen the Warriors starting five? <laughs> uh, I think they take the, the Warriors starting five to task. Oh, man. Right? Because just look at it. You you take the Warriors starting five, the Sixers starting five, now play matchup. Play matchup. Okay, so DeMarcus Cousins is guarding Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Okay, so that's a mismatch. Joel's having a night, night like, you know, hey. Okay, then you got uh, who plays the four for them? I guess it's Draymond Green. So Draymond Green's playing Tobias Harris. Right, great matchup. Yeah, that's probably a good matchup. I mean, best wash. It's a wash. Yeah, that's that's a wash. So the three is Jimmy Butler, and the three for them, I guess, is uh, Kevin Durant. Right. That's so, definitely going to Durant. He's. I don't know about that. I he's think, got massive size. He's like six ten, six eleven. Right, but Jimmy Butler's got. I want to win. I got an ego. I'm gonna show you up, Kevin. I'd actually put Ben Simmons on Kevin Durant from okay, a, maybe, but I mean I'm I'm thinking of how the Warriors match up defensively right. against and, the the Sixers again, offense. That's the flexibility the Sixers have, but yeah. I'm going to go if Durant gets 35, Butler can get 35. Potentially. Right. I don't know if he get 35 with Kevin Durant guarding him. Maybe not, but then now you're back to the wild card. Who's guarding Simmons? Uh well that's the problem right because <laughs> we all know Steph Curry doesn't play any defense correct so Steph is probably going to get JJ JJ now, and they're going to go at it they're going to shoot I'll, I'll go it's a wash I even give Curry a little bit of an edge yeah okay who's playing Simmons because Simmons Clay, is going to the hole Clay Thompson so, right okay Clay uh I'm six eleven six ten what are you Clay yeah right uh Clay I don't have a three point shot but when I take it there's nobody here going to block it. Right, I'll give you that. Their starting five is probably the best in the NBA. Now, I mean, well, now you could be right. Maybe Durant slides over to play Simmons. 
That's that kind of evens it up a little bit more, though. But 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 if Durant slides over, plays Simmons, Simmons goes the hole. He'll beat him off the dribble. Okay. In which case, now Clay Thompson has to play Butler. I hate to say it, but it would really come down to JJ versus Curry. Right. I mean that, that's what it comes down to. Correct. When you look at those five, although you know. <clears throat> The Celtics have an argument to be in there, but the Celtics' best starting five does not include Kyrie Irving. Right. So now when Kyrie's in there. Terry Rozier in, in, in that group, that's that's the best when, starting five for when them. When Kyrie's in there, the real question for the Sixers is, who plays Kyrie? Then you got to put Butler on him. Right. Now, Jimmy's going to look at that and say. Or that I, guy, Jonathan Simmons, that they just got. Right. He'll be coming in to spell Butler. Yeah. yeah. But Butler's going to take Kyrie. Okay. Right. So now I'm going to I'm gonna go on the, on the limb here. Jimmy's going to slow Kyrie down. He may not stop him, but he's going to slow him down. Yeah, no, I now, got you. Now we flip to the other end of the floor. Is Kyrie stopping Butler? I don't think so. No, 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 no. Butler's no, going to be going like, my anybody. arm's tired, coach. I come out. I'm shooting too much. I would agree. Now, there was a there was a fourth Sixers trade that they made with the Raptors where they got Malachi Richardson, who uh, is a great uh, bench player. Um, he was actually the 22nd pick in the uh, 2016 NBA draft. And they also got a 2022 second round pick from the Raptors and the draft rights to some dude over in Europe. Correct. And all they gave Toronto was cash. Right. So they're they're kind of supplementing their draft picks again. Correct. Coming back on that move. Now, um, there were a couple other big trades that were made um, besides the Sixers. Uh, you had Marcus Saul going to Toronto. Toronto wanted to get themselves a legit center so that they could battle against, you know, Philly. Indeed. Yeah, Embiid and and, and no, I don't uh, think that, Hawford. I don't think that moves the needle for no, Toronto. Not at all. And then uh, you and I talked about this right before we got on the pod. Uh, one of the teams that I'm really proud of for making a trade finally was the Sacramento Kings. They got themselves what I would call a, a closer or a go-to guy in Harrison Barnes from the Mavs. Now, they gave up uh, Justin Jackson, who played for the uh, Tar Heels, by the way, a couple years ago. You might remember him. Okay. He's a shooter. Like, he shoots threes. Um Sort of a thin uh, forward slash maybe like a two guard. Yeah, but he's not going to he's not going to take the Mavs over the top. No, but the Mavs clearly aren't trying to go over the top right, right. now. The Mavs we'll, are... we'll get into that other trade in a second. But they also got Zach Randolph in that trade. It's crazy he's even still playing in the NBA. Right. And he was he was the rookie the year that the Portland Trailblazers had the bus incident, which we'll have to get into on nice. a different pod. Right. Nice. Um, so a good move there, I think, for the Kings because that will help them get to the playoffs. The dysfunctional Wizards made a trade they got rid of Otto Porter right and in return got themselves Jabari Parker and Bobby Portis both of those two guys Parker and Portis are on are on expiring contracts so it's kind of like a, a test feel it out kind of thing Parker hasn't been the same ball player since his knees so you go on the theory of does that really help the Wizards it does if he recovers fully I don't think he's really recovered from that second knee injury oh no not at all right not so I'm I'm not a big fan of that. I would have cut walls. I mean, if you more well, really you can't now because he's injured. I understand that, but that's really your cancer on that team. Yeah. All right. Uh, if Parker comes back and can play, and I think this this may be his first full year back from that second knee injury. Yeah. Right. So maybe next year that could be a trade for next year. Well, the problem is he's a free agent at the end of this year. Yeah, but maybe you can convince him to stay because you have a tough time finding a job. Simply because he hasn't been productive, he's been hurt. Right now, when he when when he was in college and he was healthy, he, he was a good ball player. Oh yeah, he was a, a different generational type blew player. Blew the one knee out. I think coming back early made him blow the other knee out. Yeah. So, well, besides that, uh, we also had the Knicks uh, and the Mavs. You know, I've actually since it occurred, it occurred right before I went away on um, down to Florida on vacation. Correct. Correct. I've actually changed my opinion on this, on who what? won this trade. What? Oh, yeah, I've totally changed my opinion on who's won this trade. You think the Knicks won this trade? Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you why. So, uh, Christos Porzingis goes to the Mavs. Okay. They also get Timmy Hardaway Jr., Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke. So, honestly, they got three really good, you know, f- uh, quality NBA guards. I'm not talking superstars, but, right. yeah, but the Mavs got guards. three quality guards out of that. Right. right. And if Porzingis comes back from his knee injury – then you have when you when you pair him up with Luka Doncic, you have the next Nash and Nowitzki. It's a risk though that Porzingis doesn't, right? Correct. And on top of that, Porzingis is a restricted free agent, so other teams are, have the ability to sign him to an offer, and then the Mavs have to try to match it, right? But, but, so there's some risk in that. But but the Knicks need to tank. Hold on, I'm getting <sighs> to that though. Here's why I think the Knicks won the trade. 
and maybe five years down the line, I'd switch because Porzingis comes back and the Mavs tear it up. Right. The Knicks got themselves a legit, a legit big man in DeAndre Jordan. Okay. Prior to oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of go along with you on that. Prior to Joel, Joel Embiid blossoming into the superstar that he's it that he is, uh, DeAndre Jordan was the man. Yeah, he was a stud. He, he was, was a stud. stud, right? And he's still playing like one. He's not playing. He hasn't fallen off like Dwight Howard. Correct. Right? Like he's, I agree. he's a legit big guy. Dennis Smith Jr. is a great point guard. A lot of people don't forget he yeah. should have probably won the Rookie of the Year. Last year, now granted, the guy in Utah has an argument with that, and, right, and Simmons right, has right, an argument right, with right, that. Right. But Smith Jr. was the only thing the Mavs had last year. That, that's correct, too. right? I mean, he carried uh, carried that team. So I think Smith Jr. was a great pickup. Wesley Matthews is a throw-in. He's played with a lot of different teams. He's a good shooter. When he's engaged, when he's not engaged, he looks lost, right? So he's kind of like your iffy person that you put in that trade. So you put him to New York. And hope that he doesn't get distracted. Right. By the lights. And secondly, they got two first-round draft picks. Now, you and I both know that the Knicks' goal right now is to tank as much as possible because they want Zion Williamson. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay? oh without a doubt. Without a doubt. However, this trade has a, a basically ensured that if they don't get the number one pick, they can at least... Get uh, the number two pick? Number well, three pick? they can at least offer... A pretty hefty ransom to whoever has the number one pick. Oh yeah, you give them Jordan. Yeah, yeah you give them Jordan. Jordan. You give them three first round Dennis picks. Smith. Yeah, your first pick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so, now you actually have quality people you can trade. Yeah, but see, right? I, I, and I agree with what you said. However, here's what's going to happen. Elton Brand. Elton Brand looks down there in Duke Land and says, "Duke Land, it's me, Elton." Yeah, I got to get Zion. <laughs> Zion. Right, yeah, come to me. So, no. so here's the move. Are you ready for this? Okay, go ahead. Jimmy Butler goes. He's whoever a free, has number he, one he's, draft. He's pick. a free agent. They'd have to resign him first. No problem. I'm signing you. I don't really care because right. I'm sign, moving sign you. Right? trade. Right. Yeah. So, so whoever has the number one draft pick, let's let's assume it's the Knicks. Right. Okay. New York. You don't need Joel Joel because you already got you know. Yeah, you got DeAndre. DeAndre. I'm gonna send you Jimmy because you need a small forward. You don't have a small forward. Right. Right. And then because I'm such a sweetheart of a guy. I'm going to send you Tobias Harris. He's also right? a free agent. I'm signing him too, just so I can move him up to New York. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I'm going to throw in my number one draft pick. Right. To get your number one draft pick. All right. Well, they could throw in two number one draft picks now. There you go. You could throw two of them in. Yeah. And then you call Zion on the phone and say, welcome to Duke World. JJ and Elton are here. Well, in the in the land of reality, because that's, that's a good fantasy. In the land of reality, if the Knicks get the number one pick, like if they actually tank and they get it. Yeah. They already have their center. Yeah. They already have their point guard. Yeah. Now they're getting their superstar in Zion. Right. Okay. And, De- and Dennis Smith Jr. can get Zion the ball in like certain spots. Right. Okay. But no, this is going to happen. Wait, wait, wait. And they got Sixers. two other first rounders. So just, just follow me on this. If they get the number one pick. Right. Okay. Zion. Zion. They trade the two other first-rounders they have yeah. to whoever has the number two pick, which might be like Phoenix or Cleveland. Right. Right? Right. And go get Zion yeah. and R.J. Barrett. So their starting five next year oh, could, could be could be DeAndre Jordan. Right. Uh, I guess Zion. you would play Zion at the four. Right. You can play him anywhere, but we play <laughs> Zion at the four. Um, R.J. Barrett at the three. Dennis Smith Jr. at the one or the two. Right. And honest to God, it doesn't. You could play a completely disengaged Wesley Matthews because he's never getting the ball, right? Just, 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 make, just make a shot. Yeah, just right. make a shot once in a while. But, but listen, you have to think differently. You have to think Joel Embiid. Okay. Right. The other dude that they got in the trade with the Clippers, what's his name? Malat? Boban. He's playing the four. Yeah. Okay. He's going to play the four. Okay. Zion's going to play the three. <laughs> JJ, okay. He, he's out playing a guard. He's playing two, yeah. And Simmons. Right. Okay. Now, at that point, who's stopping them? I, I don't know, man. I, I wouldn't even why the one guy's on the floor. Right. right? <laughs> he's just running up and down, taking up space. Uh, you know, you were a Knicks fan growing up. Oh, yeah. There's some great Knicks teams. So, I'm just curious. If, if the Knicks get Zion. Right. And still have DeAndre Jordan and Dennis Smith Jr. Right. And start winning some games. Right. And you still have the Sixers with the same like best oh, starting that'd be great, five. That'd be great right? games. But who are you rooting for? 
Oh, I'm still rooting for the Sixers. Oh. I'm still rooting for the Sixers. Okay. I okay, thought you were going to go the Knicks next. with the Busher and Bradley, yeah. Cassie Russell. I mean, that was your team. Right? Well, they were the team went because the Sixers got beat, right? Walt yeah. Frazier. And then, and then you had um, oh Willis Reed right, right, right saying, playing yeah. on one leg. Right. I, I mean, you looked at that. That was a team. They played team basketball, something unique. You know, the NBA doesn't do that anymore. I got it. I right? got you. If if the teams play like that, and, and that go back to my earlier point, mm-hmm. if Brett Brown can get six or starting five to play like a team, I don't care if it's only for 10 minutes, 15 minutes, there's nobody in the NBA touching that. Okay. That's fair. No, nobody in the NBA. If they play it for like a half, yeah, game's over. <laughs> it is over. So I know we're running a little long here, but one last thing we got to get into. So the Pelicans made a couple trades. Uh, none of them involved Anthony Davis. Uh, and then today, uh, which is Friday, February 15th, the uh, Pelicans fired their GM. So uh, you and I think are, are kind of, I, well, I don't know if we're in agreement. On Valentine's Day, then they would have showed him no love. Yes, yeah, so they, they showed him, him no after. love today, right? My question to you is, did he get fired because he didn't make a trade? Did he get fired because the owners feel like he's in cahoots with or, or got played by the Boston Celtics and San Antonio Spurs? Or did he get fired because Anthony Davis said, I wanted to make a trade because I don't trust Dell Demps? Uh, I believe if you look at the articles, they're saying the owners felt that he was not representing the Pelicans. So to me, that says that they felt that he was doing something other than what was in the best interest of the Pelicans. Uh, go back well, to the trade from L.A., with the exception of Ball, who's a head case, his dad's a head case. I would have taken Ball out of the trade and told L.A., give me something else, third-round draft pick, second-round draft pick. They offered, like, their entire team. Right. That's I mean, what I'm saying. They offered Ingram, Kuzma, Ball, uh, Josh Hart, uh, Rondo. Right. Uh, uh, I think at one point Lance Stevenson was in there, and right. two first-round picks. I mean, right. They gave you six players. Right. For, for, and two draft picks. And they were willing to take on, besides Anthony Davis – Besides Anthony Davis, they were willing to take on like their worst contract to right. take money back. Right. So like, I I don't understand why he doesn't say trade. yes to that. Other than hey, I don't want ball. Please keep ball. Now maybe yeah. they maybe that was the key to the deal. Hey, you got to take this head case off of us. Well, right. it sounds like he got enamored by the Celtics' idea of giving him Jason Tatum. Okay, so he had a mental moment. And that's right. why he doesn't have a job anymore. Right. And I think I think if you're the owners of the Pelicans, yeah, you lose Anthony Davis. And maybe you don't like the quality of the players you're getting back from Los Angeles, but you certainly get an upgrade over players that you currently have. And on top of that, you get those two first-round draft picks that you can then use to move yourself up in the draft to go get a new face of your franchise. And if you don't like those players from L.A., okay, come draft day, trade deadline, I can trade them too. Yeah, trade them as well. And get more draft picks. I agree, man. A lot happened. That was a lot to catch up on, but I'm really looking forward to the rest of the year, man. Uh, are you going to get heat between now and the end next year? Are we working on heat? Yes, we no did. Heat, I do. Yeah. No I, heat. I came home and the furnace was all burnt up. So we, we got to get a new furnace put in. Uh, they're coming next week to do that. So, so next week we'll definitely have a furnace upgraded. Uh, but we have a lot of other topics, a lot of other topics that we want to talk about on the pod coming up. Um, so uh, thanks for listening. Stay tuned. And we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>